Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, Americans have trouble saying this, but I've been practicing the Edinburgh Fringe. <laughs> it's a real honor to be back. Say aluminium. Aluminium. <laughs> Tin. <laughs> Tin can. All right, guys. Um, we really are excited to be here. It's been a long time. We had a little, little, little there, there were some incidents that prevented us from coming here for several years. I don't know if you had any of that. <laughs> But it was hard. No and one's we're talking back. about it. It's fine. No one's talking about it. It's fine. It's over. <laughs> the we res- are good. This is the restraining order. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> Just checking. Uh, that's the one. Because I get, come in, come in, welcome, welcome, latecomers. All are welcome here in our little cult of comedy. <laughs> Hello. Um, guys, we just celebrated our 200th episode of the podcast. Yay! Thank you very much. Um, but when we were up here before, I know that, that pff, there's a lot of what we like to call sexy chancers. Maybe you just liked the artwork. 
Maybe you just liked the name. Maybe you're like, what the fuck is this? Is this a show? Do people listen to this? Wow. Do you listen to the podcast? Give me a cheer. Oh, okay. Quite a lot. Quite a lot. Give me a cheer if you are brand new to us. Okay, that is most of you. What? <laughs> Welcome. We're a podcast. We're true crime. We're comedy. We're here. I would like to introduce my co-hosts here. We'll have to explain to the people that don't listen to us why our nicknames are so weird, but this is uh, Hannah, a.k.a. Detective Butt Stuff. Hello, all. Thank thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you for coming. (laughs) And then we've got Katie, a.k.a. Detective Sasshole. Hello! It's because I've got such acerbic wit. (laughs) And also because at the beginning of the year, Katie was like, this year I'm going to try being sassy. And it's so far, it's worked. So far, it's worked. I've tried it on like a costume and I think it suits me. (laughs) You really have been more sassy. It's been great. And let's hope. And I, of course, just like anal sex. So that's. Generally. I don't really. I've, 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 never, I've never done it. Give me a cheer if you. No, I'm sorry. Yay! <laughs> oh, my mom clapped. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Hannah just got married. I'm just gonna I throw did, that in yes. there. No. I don't know if that increases your likelihood or decreases. We shall see. Uh, well, we <laughs> shall. That's for their first anniversary. <laughs> yeah, that is the. It's it's either paper or <laughs> anal. I'm not sure which one it is. Oh my god, the anniversary. What do you What do you give for it? So if you haven't heard the podcast, um, it's very highbrow. It is very academic. It is very well researched. And we're going to sell that to Moonpig. Yeah. <laughs> Moonpig.com. I'm Taylor, and I'm detective asshole. Nothing to explain there, really. Just, just kind of a prick. Um, so it's great to have you guys here. Uh, should we should introduce our guest? I just feel like sure. let's, do, let's do what we do. We don't like have like a fourth member that died, and we're still just like keeping their chair and microphone. Little, little moment of silence for Paul. <laughs> we have a great guest tonight. We actually just came fresh from her show, which is absolutely fantastic. Uh, you may know her from telly. You definitely know her from your dreams. Please welcome. Welcome to the stage comedian, Lou Saunders. Hey. Hey. Hello, hello. Sasshole. Pick up your mic, baby. I've never been on stage before. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I thought, is there any need, you know? (laughs) Yes. Hi, Lou. Hello. I love that you brought your own moisturizer to the stage. My lips get very dry on stage. Oh, that's lip balm, yeah, is and it? And that's also to help the butt stuff go on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Slide on in more. So we start that's doing a bit at the end. They'll just get dares. one of you two. Um. <laughs> We're just that's start the prize. Oh, yeah. Thank you for calling it a prize. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. That's how we all get tucked into it now, the first time. Does anyone have a bottle opener? Oh, anyone in the crowd have a bottle what? opener? Yes! A yeah. guy immediately. Oh my gosh. This is why right. we do this. We, it's important work. Because yeah. what I've been given for coming on the show is a warm, <laughs> um, alcohol-free beer that we can't open. <laughs> Happy to be here. Oh, thank you. And, and we get your house. Oh, great. Oh, that's oh. Wow. Oh. That is only the eighth time today that someone has thrown Lou their keys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Room 24. <laughs> Tell your wife I'll be in. Because <laughs> of the swinging connotation. Okay. Lewis. 
I can only apologize for the warm beer. I did the Sainsbury's run, so this was on me. But there is a real lack of, and this shocks me for Scotland, real lack of non-alcoholic beer (laughs) here in general. And in fact, the only one was on the shelf because they're like, you don't deserve cold. (laughs) Quite right, too. Aye, aye, aye. Well, Lou, as you know, we've had Lou on before, but it was a mere studio record. Mm. We did not have the magic of the audience. (laughs) Uh, but we always kick off the podcast with the same question, and that is to ask our guest, Lou, have you ever been the victim of a crime? I have, actually, and it was quite recently. It's I don't know if I should talk about it because I get a bit emotional, but um, I went to a venue I was performing at, and this woman said I look nothing like my poster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was a hate crime. <laughs> Because <laughs> in the poster I was photoshopped and have my makeup done, and then she was like, "Oh, like look at me, look at the poster." No, you can't come in. <laughs> so yeah, that is that is a hateful, hateful crime. Thank you. It really is. Thank you. Gosh, imagine someone not understanding that maybe we, um, I don't know, choose certain photos and and blur them a little yeah. bit for the. I also- We're not actually in black and white. I bet you're shocked. <laughs> They have color in their cheeks. Just wait, it gets redder. (laughs) I also had a stalker that I got arrested a couple of weeks ago, but that's a bit dark to go into. Also, you don't want to give them, you know, uh, yes. give them the airtime. Yeah, um, it was funny because it was true. just before my show, and uh, then all the police came in and arrested him because he'd followed me around the country and been a little weirdo. And um, it's good stuff, really. And uh, <laughs> they arrested him right before the show, and everyone was thinking, "What is going on?" It was spicy, but anyway. Oh man, you know when that woman didn't recognise you? You just, I'm incognito. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Incognito coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway, but it's okay. But you actually had him arrested. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't fuck about. <laughs> if yeah, no, if that's... anyone's thinking of following me. <laughs> um, Fantastic. I will eventually, six months later, arrest you. <laughs> After being terrorized. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Um, <laughs> Well, we'd like to, um, we, we always ask, is there something that you would like to say to the perpetrator? Can be the woman or the man, because again, be I mean, I'm assuming we'll it's... with the woman. I think we'll stick with yeah, the woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's do it with the woman. Because uh, you don't talk to your stalkers, that's kind of the rules, isn't it? Rule number one. If, if, if there's anything I'd like to say to him, there's some up-and-coming comedians that you might be interested in. <laughs> <laughs> now you can't follow me. No, just <laughs> radius of my show may I recommend (laughs) so many good shows at the fringe yeah so what was the question what what would you say to this woman the woman look she'd had a hard day she's working a busy shift and I'd just say you know (laughs) I'd like to see your poster (laughs) (laughs) no I'd like to say quite right too and uh, I will put a bit of blush on Oh, I think that's very magnanimous of you, actually, yeah. Kind of a good line for any situation, like, I'd like to see your poster. (laughs) Just going to pull that out. Oh, bless. Well, all right, shall we we go to the the body of the podcast? And this is the part where we deconstruct, indeed uh, solve, in a way, a true crime case from history. Are we ready? (sighs) Um, Listen, 
This is a real classic. You're going to know it. You're going to know it, but you only think you know it because you've never seen four women talk about it on the stage. <laughs> We're going to bring a whole new light. We're going to talk about Alcatraz. Oh. Hey! He's that gangster, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Alcatraz was all fun and games, so don't worry. We're not going to go too dark. Um, yeah, so the escape from Alcatraz. Um, please indulge me because I have got to imitate the voiceover of the documentary that I watched. <laughs> to do this case because it was just fantastic. <clears throat> Alcatraz. <laughs> a high security prison built of concrete and steel. <laughs> on an island <laughs> surrounded by the frigid waters of the San Francisco Bay. <laughs> a prison where every inmate learns one thing. There is no way out. <laughs> or is there? <laughs> I added that part, actually. <laughs> just kind of put that in there. And can I just say, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but you are actually uh, going on your honeymoon on the west coast of the United States, and I believe that Alcatraz is one of your stops. It is indeed. Oh. I thought, let's see something that's more of a prison than marriage. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right to do that. If the pop's been oh. finished with, yeah, that's good. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, Lily. That's right. <laughs> oh. Um but yes, we are visiting Alcatraz, so I'm excited to hear this story, which yeah. I've definitely not already seen in a film. But I saw it years ago, literally about eight Escape years ago. from Alcatraz, but this is 100% less Clint Eastwood. So. Okay, and that's good and for also, most things. Don't yeah. worry, because I know fuck all about it. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I mean, it was in what, Wayne's World? No, so I married an axe murderer. So I married an axe murderer. Yeah. That's where I get all my oh, knowledge. Oh my yes. gosh, yes, yes, yes. So in the tour guide. But this is great for you because you can correct the tour guide. Oh, yes. Which every tour oh, guide love loves. You. Karen George, they'll call her. <laughs> <laughs> Your first question, detectives, is why was Alcatraz built in the first place? Prison. <laughs> Okay, good. Good, yeah. good thinking. It does That's feel good. like a bit of a trick question. Yeah, because it's to keep to keep the naughty people uh, sort of, you know. <laughs> That's what they call them. Yeah. Supposedly, <laughs> supposedly keep them away from society. Yeah, is it, it's got to make it harder to escape. Maybe yeah. everyone kept escaping from all the yeah. landlogged prisons. And, and uh, probably the land was cheap. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, property in London was certainly cheaper in the nineties. Yeah, so it was cheaper. when was. You guys, I mean, there it was, was no actually, Costa, so. it was a luxury hotel. <laughs> what? what? No, it wasn't. Oh. Wouldn't, that be, wouldn't that be great, though? <laughs> Just like, this is, uh, we're, no, we're making no money. Incarceration is where it's at in the United States. You know what, though? Sorry. My university halls of residence where I stayed in the first year was based on a Swedish prison. <gasps> wow. But, like, Swedish prisons, that sounds nice. <laughs> There's massage and yeah. other Swedish things. It does sound really nice, actually. Jelly yeah. sweets. But, <laughs> yeah. Hannah, what else do you know about Sweden? <laughs> saunas. saunas. There'll be saunas. Yeah. Good stuff. Meatballs. There'll be meatballs. Meatballs. Yeah. It's okay because they're white, so we can make fun of them. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine. They can take it. Well, okay. It was built in 1909 as a military prison initially, just a, an adorable little military prison. But it had a weakness in terms of how its cells were initially built. What do you think the weakness was? Was it a perfectionist? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I was a grower. I liked it. That was clever, actually. That was really clever. Yeah. Was it carbs? <laughs> 
Carbs? That's the weakness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a really secure prison, but I want cake every day. Okay, okay. Lou, what do you think? What was the weakness well, in the cells? I don't know. The weakness of the cells, was it something to do with the flooring? Oh, or were there like locks on the inside? (laughs) (laughs) That would suck. That's always confusing when you move into a flat and that's the situation. (laughs) Like, what was this used for? Um, So it had a weakness in terms of how the cells were built because they were made of steel, but they were flat slabs, which proved very easy to saw through with a standard hacksaw. So the 1930s suddenly saw this big crime wave in the U.S. and our favorite FBI guy, J. Edgar Hoover, declared... I love that someone's like, "Mm, (laughs) don't get me started. (laughs) On J. Edgar. Tell me about it. Um, He declared the need for a max security prison for the extra naughty prisoners, uh, including Al Capone, Machine Gun Kelly. They all spent some time there. Wow, we've heard of them, guys. All the big hitters. Yeah, you have. Al Capone had a terrible time there. (laughs) I mean, I know that sounds like trite. (laughs) Everybody else was having a fucking ball. Um, (laughs) His trip advisor rating of that place. But he really, I didn't realize this, it really, Really, really broke him down. Like he was just a shell of a man. Uh, I mean, I, well, then it turned out he had syphilis, and that was yeah. <laughs> that was the biggest problem. But Alcatraz didn't help. The whole time um, I'm thinking, like, I could save him. Yeah. <laughs> syphilis and all, I think I could save him. But in the end, it was you that gave him the syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, butt stuff. <laughs> Uh, so they had to give Alcatraz a little security makeover in the 1930s. And this w- is when it really became the Alcatraz that we know and love for our honeymoon <laughs> extravaganzas. They basically replaced the bars with heat-treated steel bars, and they were now round. So they were, again, we go back to our voiceover guy. He said this verbatim. This is a National Geographic documentary, guys. Verbatim. The new tool-resistant bars were almost impossible to cut through. The reason? Hardness. (laughs) (laughs) National Geo! National Geo! Could have said it changes the atomic structure, making it harder. Hardness! Science. Just really like that. Science. So before... Before the well-known escape that they made the movie out of, there were several other attempts to escape Alcatraz. And the first was actually Arthur Dark... Oh, my God. Arthur... Fucking hell. Is he an author or an Arthur? We need to know. Or an author called Arthur. I... Okay. I want you to try to say this three times fast. Arthur Doc... (laughs) Arthur Doc Barker. Arthur Doc Barker. Arthur Doc Barker. Arthur Doc Barker. Okay. We really showed her. Yeah. 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 Women competing. That's what I want to (laughs) say. To say a man's name. God. Yeah. (laughs) I'm British. I can enunciate. (laughs) Want to hear me say my T's so it's not duty? (laughs) So Arthur Fuck me (laughs) Arthur Doc Barker Just call him Barker Okay Barker was the son of an infamous gang leader Who do you think that gang leader might have been Do you recognize the name at all Um, Sue Barker (laughs) 
I mean, the timelines feel like they don't work, but oh, but they but they do because Alcatraz time means nothing. <laughs> Any idea, Barker? Son, he's the wait. So he's son of an infamous gang leader gang. who we've actually done on a different episode. Ooh, Machine Gun Kelly. No. <laughs> <laughs> call him it's like our fun names <laughs> oh my gosh it was ma barker oh we did no oh, ma did barker do... yeah 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 did we do the ma barker case with Lou? we did ma barker i can't speak at all oh my god gin and tonics in a can have two measures per can <laughs> hi guys don't think we're not paying attention to the wings by the way because i know it feels like it's all about them but guys you are the most important once <laughs> In the room, I will just dance in my jumpsuit for you. <laughs> go, go ahead, Lou, that way. <laughs> there we go. It's great. Hope you like stamping. <laughs> I know our producer does. Sorry. <laughs> 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 just be lots of people here saying, Is this the show with the stamping women? <laughs> in it's a the lovely podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just women stamping. <laughs> if it was like stamping on genitals, I know that's a thing. That's... I, I know. I'm married, but I do know that's a thing. <laughs> what do you want? A new nickname, Hannah? What's happening over there? Do you know genitals? I love guessing. I love guessing the point in any show when, like, the chancers, the sexy chancers, are like, "Oh my god!" But I'm too polite to leave. Like, what is, what is going on? And to be honest, like that atmosphere has been there from the very start tonight, <laughs> guys. But I think we've like really we've hit it now but now you're just you're in it you're in it and there's no going back it's fantastic <laughs> stamping on genitals sorry no that was a segue that i wasn't meaning to go down there was a guy called john paul scott listen to how well i said that <laughs> <laughs> didn't even flinch did i thank you thank you thank you very much ma barker just clapped me thank you <laughs> um he did manage to escape out a window and he swam all the way to shore. It's like David Williams. <laughs> <laughs> and his crimes were just as great. <laughs> sasshole, sasshole. <laughs> how far yeah. was shore? Because you say he's yes. gone to shore. Is, we're like, we talking Channel Tunnel here? It's What's a couple. The... It's a couple miles. Okay. You know they didn't yeah. swim in shot? the Channel Tunnel. Where they? Sh- <laughs> <laughs> I just need to know you know that. Did you say? Okay. <laughs> I said Channel Tunnel. Channel Crossing. Oh my God! Now I want to take the Eurostar and just go like that. My God! I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna make it. Princess Di was swimming the whole time. I didn't kill her. That you really that didn't. Be the real bloody crime. The royal family. <laughs> Um, but how far? But a couple of miles. What is so funny is we're like, which case should we give Lou? And we're like, well, let's not go too dark. Because she's, and you're just bringing it. I love it. Um, it's a couple miles. Uh, but my question is, he made it all the way to shore, but what stopped him from actually escaping? Shark. Oh. A shore he, shark. Okay. Cool. Did he have like a, a tag on him? <laughs> You know, like the, you know, that had- said Eurostar. <laughs> <laughs> like,
like a tag from the prison. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah. Some kind of made in Alcatraz. Sure. Yeah. Or did he? Did, did he, he feel seasick or guilty or I don't know? Oh, <laughs> feel guilty. I he left that. his wallet and he had to go back. Oh my God! He needs to swim the whole way back. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh. I don't know. I don't know. Imagine. Okay. Any ideas? Did he? Like, try and get up one of those hills in San Francisco and have an asthma attack. Because <laughs> that's what's going to happen to me when I go. Oh, bless you. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Just believe. <laughs> You'll that's be not how asthma works. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> Just kidding. I'm an asthma skeptic. <laughs> I'm trying to send you into an attack. No. Yeah, they're all just trying to get out of peace. It was uh, <laughs> It was hypothermia. It was hypothermia because oh. oh. the average temperature of San Francisco Bay is 54 degrees Fahrenheit, which is 12 degrees Celsius, which is cold. But then it's like we're in Scotland. Like that's like your summer water, right? You're like bikinis, right? Yeah. So yeah. you've swum in the ponds. Like we have yeah, yeah, swum yeah, yeah. in the, the Hampstead Heath ponds. And I know when it's 12, you're like, oh, phew, that's yeah, not too yeah, bad. Yeah. But so what? So but he had to turn back around and go back. Or? No, they caught him. Oh, they caught him. He was just frozen on the shore right. with the oh, hypothermia. So he got there, but then he was like... Uh, they caught him because he just couldn't move. Wow. With the hypothermia. I know, it's really intense. Yeah. It's really intense. <laughs> so that um, was the Mar Barker son. Dot Barker no, guy. this is the name I can say. Oh, okay. women <laughs> You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. So this is why I put this in there. There was a reason why prisoners, because there are people that can swim in water that cold and they're all right. Um, But there was a reason why prisoners in Alcatraz could never acclimatize to this water. Why was that? Oh, it's a good question. It is, isn't it? I wrote it myself. um, They put (laughs) the rest. I hired someone. Stuff you put in the. um, This isn't the answer. This is more nonsense from me. But um, (laughs) you know the stuff you put in your windscreen washers so that they. Antifreeze. Antifreeze. Did they did they put antifreeze in the food? No, wait, actually, that would help. But it's got a degree <laughs> in sociology. Was it that? But it was pro-freeze. <laughs> they filled them with pro-freeze. Oh golly. Well, are you going to answer if it was that or not? <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Weird. Um, why couldn't they handle the temperature? I they did something within the prison oh, specifically. Okay. Oh. Put up the heating. 
They made the showers really hot in Alcatraz. On purpose? Yeah, so they couldn't Wim Hof their way (laughs) out of the prison. I thought that was fascinating. (gasps) Did any of you know that before tonight? (laughs) No. Because I watched a documentary that you all have access to and could watch. Um, So let's talk about the ones who may. What if they put on loads of clothes? (laughs) Titanic (laughs) styling. Yeah. Katie's got a point. What if? Still the same problem. It's almost as though they don't have a wardrobe of like bits. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, layers, layers. (laughs) So here are the guys that may or may not have got away. Maybe we can decide tonight. Frank Morris and the Anglin brothers. On June 11th, 1962, they all escaped. But how? Problem number one, as we know, the jail cell bars. The reason? Hardness. (laughs) (laughs) That's also the reason why a lot of them are in prison. (laughs) (laughs) They found a different route out of their cells instead because the bars were impossible. So what was the route out of their cells? I want to hear from Katie. (laughs) (laughs) The Shawshank Tunnel behind Rita Hayworth. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah? She said. Concur? Uh, Any advance on that? Hannah George Butt. Stuff. Uh, uh, <laughs> Slash genital squashing. <laughs> um, I don't know. Did they? Yeah, it's probably. Good. It's got to be something to do with the walls or the ceiling or the roof. You know what, Katie? <laughs> Katie's got it. Ceiling Katie's got it. It was through the air vents, which were too small on their own. Um, but over months and months, they chiseled around them in a dot formation, what's that called, perforation? Mm. Yeah. Kind of thing that the guards couldn't see. They would put stuff in front of it so that eventually they could just push right through it. Now they did this over months and months with forks and knives from the dining room. Wow. They don't call it the dining room in prison, do they? (laughs) (laughs) What's it called when it's gentlemen? The canteen. (laughs) The canteen, but not in US. The mess? What's it? The mess! Yes. No, I don't know, whatever. The dining room. Um, <laughs> I thought this was a fun little, fun little nerdy fact, but the only reason that the cutlery was strong enough for them to be able to do it is because it had actually been made the century before, and they used to make it from heavy-gauge steel, and that's the only reason that they were able to chisel through. Like, today's knives and forks? No, don't try it. Don't ever try that. But they were just so hard because they were old and hard. Hardness. Yeah. But I, I just, it's mad to think that like Yuri Geller right. would not have had a career yeah. had he have been born a hundred years before. Exactly. That's mental. <laughs> I mean, he hit the peak time that he could have a career with what he was doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that guy that could jump on eggs. Do you remember him? <laughs> Did I, I hallucinated that, don't worry. <laughs> what? It was a man and he was like, I can jump on an egg. And he like jumped on really quick and jumped off and he was on telly. And he was just a man jumping wow. on eggs. <laughs> like the occasionally egg he'd crush the them. It didn't break. Hey, then... Sometimes it did. <laughs> and then they had God, your television was just <laughs> Sorry, we've got to get through this case, haven't we? No, but it's so sweet. Like you guys had like four channels and you just had to watch. <laughs> <laughs> like obviously we didn't it's not like we had on demand or anything, but I'm we sorry, just had if a options. man came in now and said I can jump on these eggs. You're telling me you would be like, well, I'd like to see that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would be curious. <laughs> yeah. Right, has anyone got any eggs? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the guy with the can opener. I thought maybe he was just like can a opener. She's not had a tin of beans. It was a... <laughs> I'm having trouble. Okay. <laughs> Eventually. Thank you. Yeah. You can actually tread on it and you will not break it, but if you put it that way, you will break it. 
I remember doing science. this in science, but we just did it with our yes. fingers. <laughs> the reason is hardness. So, yes. Hardness. <laughs> if you take nothing else away. <laughs> Everyone's going to ruin their floors when they get home. <laughs> Please send the videos in. <laughs> we are on all the socials. They were doing it by hand, and then eventually they made a homemade drill out of vacuum cleaner motor. Right, if they can do that, they can... Sorry, I've, it sounds like I'm angry. <laughs> if they can... If they can I'm not that sassy. Um, if they can make a homemade drill, can't they just tweak the wash, the, you know, the showers and, and make it cold and then just go back? <laughs> I mean, she's got a point. Yeah, she has. That would not come up in the documentary? They could. <laughs> <laughs> They don't have this annoying cunt in the There's door. more than one, Lou. There's more than one. How many have you seen? Oh, my one. God. Also, like, just don't have a shower as well. Like, surely you can acclimatise oh, yeah. soon enough. Like, well, see, when you've got asthma when you get out of PE, they don't make you have a shower, do they? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know about showers. You didn't have to shower if you had your period, so we just all had our period for four years. <laughs> it's fantastic. Like, check. <laughs> Also, my PE teacher had the worst name. <laughs> oh, God. Can I say it out loud? Are we going to have to cut it out? Doesn't matter. Maybe we'll cut it out. Maybe we won't. Her name was Miss Glunt. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Miss Glunt. Miss Glunt, I've got my period again. All right. She just sat in her, she had a little room with a window to watch us. Like, it was weird. Anyway, let's not get into that. So we had this teacher, and if it was our period, we were supposed to just say pee, like, really quietly, you know, like, she'd be like, you could just go pee, and then you, like, didn't have to. But, like, what she, if anyone ever said it, she'd go, what? I can't hear you. (laughs) Make you shout in front of the whole class. It was like a trap. <laughs> I had to have a full blown oh. asthma attack to get out. <laughs> really, you guys were big on showers on the alley white. It's just like wash no. down. <laughs> Next problem. Even if they crawled through the ventilation system, it's not that that was attached to it and you're you're home free. You're still in the locked cell area. Now the only way out of that locked cell area would be through locked doors and those keys are in a very heavily guarded area. That was way too dangerous. So with a tip off from an inmate who did maintenance in the cell block, they discover another way out. <gasps> what is that way? Out the front door. <laughs> <laughs> it was out the front <laughs> door. Maybe there's a garbage chute. Oh, she even went American for that. (laughs) There was an unsealed vent in the ceiling. Oh. Oh. So instead of reporting it for repair, one Alan West tells the trio about it in exchange for escaping with them. (gasps) I love it when escapes get bigger and bigger and bigger. But why why was he escaping when he was the maintenance guy? No, his his job in the prison was maintenance. Oh, my. Oh, my. But he's still an inmate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do agree (laughs) with you. His job! That's quite a lot of responsibility to give an inmate because look what they can do with it. We're stupid. They really, really trusted Alan West. He was a real, like, top guy and I can say his name, so I like So Alan West, (laughs) Arthur Doc Barker. Yes. (laughs) Thank you guys. And then I said it that in the first one. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so Alan West was key in their ability to escape, but he doesn't get to escape with them. Why? <gasps> I, I, can, I, can I just say, I imagine a key was key to them escaping. Can she say key? Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you're right not to laugh and we, we all learn something. We got a... You're a hard-to-read crowd. You're very nice, but it's sort of like, what do you want? <laughs> oh, they're going to love the keys. You want the swear? Do you want the anal references? Do you want history? What do you want? <laughs> Thanks for coming. This is amazing. This has been really, this is what, great. What, did they not let him escape with them because they went in his Ooh, the did crew. they trick him once they got what they needed? Yeah. Oh, no, it isn't that. Did, it's he go almost... for, did he get up for parole? No. Oh, he, oh, like Brooks. Oh, did he get syphilis? Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Oh, it's so sad. He tried. He tried on the night of the escape, but he just, he didn't get through his little vent in time. Oh. Because he hadn't had as much time to drill into it. So he was trying to catch up like, fork, fork, you know, and he just, <laughs> he just didn't have enough. So he like squeezed through and he's like, oh, they've gone. And he just oh. went back into his cell. No. We've all been Helen West, haven't we? Like, I really, <laughs> the empathy was big when I read that. Just like, but guys, I made the booking. Oh. <laughs> 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 Oh. <laughs> now, as we know, the water is the biggest hurdle. The reason? Wetness. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's cold. Coldness. <laughs> they had a plan. They had a plan. What was their plan? How are they going to deal with the water? Well, oh, <laughs> in the audience, boat. boat. It's going to be boat. <laughs> Ma Burger. I mean, it, it, it does beat antifreeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So where would they get a boat? Let's say they had a boat. How'd they get a boat? Let's say they did make one, Lou. Woodshop in prison. How would you make a boat in prison, Lou? Tell us. I would because you're right. I you're right. They made a boat. I'm I'm pumped up now. (laughs) I would designate it to somebody else. (laughs) Could you do that? I'm so bad at delegating. That's nice. It's a good skill to have, though, isn't it? I'd be like. Someone around here has got to be better at making a boat than me. Plank of wood. You would commission a plank of wood. (laughs) And then I'll say, Alan, you do the rest. (laughs) Alan's in the hole. (laughs) I love it. Like, mate, will you make me a boat? What for? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Hobby, no real size. Uh, Plank of wood. Worked out for Rose, not so well for Jack. They all had a bit of wood and it slotted together when they got outside. Oh my gosh, like a Tetris boat. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. They had a Tetris boat. Oh, I God, like I this. Guys, mind. never build <laughs> Never build me a boat, guys. But nice thoughts. What they had done was uh, slowly stolen raincoats, which they had in the prison, um, and they stored all this in their vents because they had this sort of space where they could hide stuff. And they'd constructed a makeshift raft out of raincoats. They'd wow. sewed it together and then they'd sealed it against the hot, hot pipes for those hot showers to vulcanize it. Whoa. Amazing, right? Is that like a Star Trek thing? Yes. Okay. They, like, (laughs) vulcanized it. I don't watch Star Trek. Is that a thing? I'm loving, I've got to say, I'm loving the symmetry of this case of how the things that are the problem are also the solution. Wow. They've got, like... That's, that's, that is so deep. I mean that. That's beautiful. Wow, okay. I might need a minute. It's all right. 
Lou's show is called One Word. Wow. <laughs> she just she just lived that. She lived That's it. Great. Show. Um. So yeah. So they've got they've got a raft. They had makeshift uh life vests. Is that what they're called? Life preservers. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that what they did? Rather than made a boat? No, no, they made a boat and life preservers. Like oh, these shit. guys were, they were ready to go. Like, is there no air in the vents at this? Is everyone just going? Does it feel a bit stuffy to you? <laughs> it smells like burnt raincoats. Or... It's very strange. That's just Alcatraz. Uh, so another problem: the night guards obviously are doing checks. They're they're making sure everybody's in their beds. So how did they get around this? Pillows, the old classic pillows. The old classic pillows. Nice. Nice. Paid them off, bumped them, (laughs) um, threatened them. Don't look at me like that. These are all ideas. Was I giving you a look that suggested it? Oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. I, don't, I, I, I have a resting I, critical face. I just... <laughs> it's, it's a genetic thing. When they were making all these um, raincoat things, yeah. maybe they could have fashioned... Maybe they could have made an inflatable person. <laughs> you know what? You're, you're getting closer. Oh, Whoa. my God. There you are. Did they fuck the inflatable these person? These guys... <laughs> been... I feel like in prison you probably would. And then the guard would come along and go like... That's a pretty lady in that bed. <laughs> and they would have fucked her. I actually know, can I say? Because I have watched the film. Uh, and they like they have it happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a classic. Um well, they have a craft afternoon and they get the papier mache out and they make heads. They, they make do. Okay. Their heads. They there have you access go. To mache. <laughs> I know, and they're all co- Al Capone's like, I don't like it in here. Like they're doing paper mache. We didn't even have the budget for that in my school. <laughs> also, they the still year. have the heads and I'm going to see them soon. They do? Yeah, the heads are literally there. Oh, I'm so, why didn't I marry Toby? <laughs> oh. Did they not have them in the documentary? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. Please. I saw him on my little okay. laptop screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's, she's going to see him in person, which is what happens when you visit a place. Okay. I'm, so, I'm so confused because how did they make paper mache heads and then distract the guards with a head? Like, that's more heads. The guards are going to be like, there's more yeah, people. Yeah, <laughs> So, okay. Also, were they not seen making papa mache heads? <laughs> they got a lot of craft time. <laughs> it's so, it's amazing. Yeah, so they, yes, they made paper mache heads. It, they're, and they are great. You're going to see them in person. Very there are cartoonish. photographs of them that I saw on my documentary. Um, they put their own hair on it. That They glued on it. They painted um, facial features. Like, arts and crafts wise, these guys are kicking ass. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> Give them glitter. There's no stopping them. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, in the dark, it was enough to fool the guards because everyone's asleep. So, they just had the head on the pillow. Oh, so when they... I. Okay. When they left, that's the last. I thought when they escaped, there were guards around the thing, and they right. were like, "Don't worry about us in the boat. There's some heads over there." <laughs> but now I get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the idea—they just put the head in front of the bars, <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe like on a stick. Like, didn't have time to make the body, but we're looking right at you from down here. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they're amazing. They're amazing. Uh, it, your question, we're coming to the end of this case because the big question is, did they survive? Did they survive? Hannah, you've watched the documentary. 
which is why I'll allow you to go first. Well, we know a lot about their escape. We do know a lot about so their escape. So that would make us think, maybe... <laughs> I'm sorry I keep looking at you. <laughs> You're just very beautiful. <laughs> I'm uh, not, I shouldn't say that. I don't mean to just remark on your appearance, but we've never spoken, so I can't speak to your intellect. <laughs> just... Just like, you're so stunning. And so I just keep going, hi. Oh. Are you thick as Believe shit? Believe me, I don't. <laughs> What's wrong with me? And I touched Katie's bum tonight. Like something's happening. Yeah, you did. I mean, something's that's happening. now been recorded if you ever need that, Katie. So um, just pop that. Amanda, just make sure we recorded that bit. Thank you. Are they alive? Okay, um, what do you think? Uh, well, I hope so. <laughs> That's a lovely answer. Sure, yeah, sure, sure. I, I, I want them to be. I mean, this raft sounds very dubious to me, <laughs> but let's give, let's say yes. This works. Was yes the to crime. Yes, say yes to crime. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I, I would wager because I've seen the film that we never know. Oh, well, we don't officially know, but, <laughs> but probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Well, you uh, think they died in the escape? Most, most, most experts think that it's very unlikely that they survived. The reason is some evidence was found later. So some things came ashore. There was a makeshift paddle. There was a rubber bag full of letters that they were trying to bring with them. Cute. They escaped. Aww. That's so cute. No. Wish my showers were cold. <laughs> Dear Susan. I love the idea that you think that these were letters that they were going to post. It must be like, it's got to be letters they were sent, right? Like, otherwise just fucking post them in a prison. I never, I never get around to the post office. Like, even in prison, I'd be like, ugh, I just don't want to go. It, if they were dead, it makes me feel a lot better about Alan West. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A negative into a positive, Katie. You're yes. like that. Yes. I, I <laughs> yeah. Very good reframe from like Dallin. Uh, and a homemade life preserver uh, washed ashore. Also, so they think... Oh, and four dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I was coming to that. Oh, sorry, sorry. No. But if you wanted to make it look like you drowned so that nobody yes. would be looking for you, isn't that exactly what exactly you do? Exactly what you do. Isn't that exactly oh. what you do? Get rid of the shitty letters. <laughs> <laughs> Love that noise from the audience just then. Oh. Like they had that was a spare paddle. They didn't even need that paddle. <laughs> the decoy Craft, paddle. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> no place for dominatrix in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, why don't we we made three paddles? <laughs> <laughs> Again, physical comedy, great for a podcast. <laughs> for the listeners, I thrashed about. And, and that's why you should come and see us live. <laughs> anyway, so they think the raft capsized and the tide carried them out to sea and there were just no bodies found. Oh. But some oh. people believe that they did make it. And they're here with us tonight. <laughs> Boys! <laughs> come on up. They would never see this show. <laughs> Oh, well, Women are on. allowed to do what? <laughs> God, I'm glad I drowned. <laughs> what happened, Adam? What, is it Adam West who's... Isn't that Batman? Alan West. Alan West. Yep. I was close. <laughs> Where are they? That's a Batman reference. <laughs> did he spill For anybody who wants it. Well, he did. He, he did, in fact, spill the beans. He's a fucking grass after all that. Yeah. Did he get extra time added to his sentence? 
I don't know. (laughs) You'll have to watch the documentary. (laughs) You'll have to finish the documentary. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a a busy girl. Uh, So the FBI closed the case in 1979, but here's to Alcatraz, guys. Here's to Alcatraz. May, May the stories of the past free you from the prison in your own minds. Mm. <laughs> Take Gorgeous. cold showers. It's good for you. Uh, all right. We have just enough time left to, uh, we always ask a member of the audience to come up and tell us if they've ever been the victim of a crime. Now, normally we throw this out and anyone can volunteer to come up, but it just so happens that my brother <laughs> is here tonight and he has a story to tell us. So Blake Glenn. Please come up. We've got a little audience mic there for you. Hello. Right, say Arthur. No, I don't can't remember his name. <laughs> Arthur Doc Barker. Yes! <laughs> I heard oh. it five times. <laughs> Incorrectly. Yes. Thanks for buying me lunch today, by the way. That was really nice. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, Blake, tell us your story. Yes. Uh, so my <laughs> wife, Laura, and I lived in Sao Paulo, Brazil in 1999 for about a year. Mm-hmm. And we went to Santos Beach, which is one of the local beaches. Santos Beach? Santos. Oh. <laughs> I was like, he goes it's to the beach? It's wonderful. There's reindeer. <laughs> in the but summer? they're topless. <laughs> no. Um, and we were on the beach, <laughs> just having a day on the beach. And there were, uh, you know, vendors walking around. And there were some... Travelers, you call mm-hmm. them now. Mm-hmm. We call them anyway. They came up and they were doing fortune telling, uh-huh. and they. I was like, okay, fine, we'll hear this. And the woman started interacting with me, and before I knew it, I was giving her twenty reais, which is like two pounds. No, <laughs> more more than that back then. And Laurie is going, "What are you doing? Why are you giving her this money?" And in my mind my wife wanted me to give her this money to read her fortune. So I'd been hypnotized, which is not a thing I believe in even. So that was the crime. I was swindled out of 20 hands. <laughs> no, it was like, at the time it was like $15, let's say. Wow. I mean so this- So two pounds. <laughs> oh, I've, and I've obviously heard this story having been a member of my own family and we do, <laughs> We do speak, which is nice. But it's funny because I've never heard it from your perspective. I've only heard it from Laurie's. And I will say my brother is a real cynic. And like he's the last person I would think could be hypnotized or just put into any sort of state. And the first time that Laurie told the story, it was just crazy because the idea that they had done something to you and you're just like, here's my money. Take it. Take it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they were just walking down the beach. Yeah, so you didn't even get a fortune. Not really. Wow. I did chase her down, though, and get half of it back. (laughs) I negotiated with her. Did you? Yeah, because I had snapped out of it, and I chased her down. I was like, that was bullshit. I want my 50%. No, I said... I was like, I was like, part of this is my fault, but give me, give me half back. I mean, because it sort of sounds like you just paid for goods and services. Like, it sounds like. But I was dissatisfied. But you. (laughs) I would like to speak to your manager, please. (laughs) She hypnotized me a year later when I got off with a woman in a bar. (laughs) And it's been happening ever since. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, Blake, what are you doing? They go, any uh, guys, go ahead. We've got a couple minutes. You can ask questions. Oh, like has was has there been any like trigger words like? <gasps> <laughs> oh, has anyone got a dictionary? <laughs> Butt stuff. <laughs> it's been a terrible evening. <laughs> I was trying to think of any Portuguese words and I just thought of pão de queijo, cheese, bread. Yeah. <laughs> but like, do you know what I mean? If we can think of the right word, Blake will start giving us money. Yes. That's how I got lunch today. <laughs> I actually didn't say anything. I just looked the other way and was like, la la la. So I always go to the toilet. <laughs> we all do. I, I, yeah, you know, when the bill comes, you're like, I oh. need a shit. <laughs> Do not go for dinner with me because I'm horrible. Blake, thank you so much for telling the story. Oh, where's um, the oh, sorry. Oh, the Katie's, prize. Katie's got. Well, no, no, no. Oh, sorry, Mama. Oh, here comes the bill. Lovely. It's here, it's here, it's here. I've got it. I didn't know where Guys, I will. I got, I've got this. I've done this before. Um, thank you very much for sharing the story. Thanks and it's so amazing me. that you're here in Edinburgh with me. And I love you. And you're an amazing brother. So thank you. Thank you. So where the fuck is do... my brother tonight? <laughs> He's not everything. We normally, I, if you listen to the podcast, we always give the audience member a prize. But in a way, you've got, I mean, you've got me as a sister. <laughs> kind of like, how can I top that? And I know you hate Prosecco. So I, di- I got you instead a Holly Warm, Pale beer. Ale. No, this one's, this one's cold. So come and get your Hey! Give it up for Blake Glenn! There's a guy there that can open it for you if you're interested. Yeah, you're next. Oh my God, you. you're, you're so to. next to the right guy. Um, <laughs> well, guys, that was the journey. Oh, you've, so you've come on the journey with us. We are drunk women solving crime. Uh, give yourselves a round of applause for being such a lovely first audience for us. Honestly, it really is so exciting to be back here. I really hope that you enjoyed ourselves. We have just enough time to ask our guest, Lou. Lou, what would you like to plug? What have you got going on? Mm. (laughs) Uh, Two podcasts and my live show. Go on. Well, my live show is at 5.40 every day and some of them are sold out. Yes, guilty as charged. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you can always, there's always 15 tickets so you can just queue up for it if you you really want to see me. (laughs) Make the effort. And then I do, I actually do three podcasts at the moment. Go on. Uh, you guys like podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> they do now, I hope. I do they Task- don't now. Taskmaster, the people's podcast. That's nice. really if you, if you watch Taskmaster. Uh, Cuddle Club. And Ooh. then two people will listen to that. <laughs> uh, and then why is your bottom so dirty? <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good podcast. I've listened to a lot of that. It's as butt stuff I thought I had to. And it's brilliant. Oh, and your show is brilliant as well. If you can get one of those 15 tickets. It, we saw it today. It was so yeah, funny. We saw it, it's on at the Monkey Barrel. Monkey Barrel 540. I've stopped crying now, so come see it. It's such a good <laughs> show. It's, it's so good. It's brilliant. And you've always been brilliant. But as I said to you after, it is it is, it is the best of the best that I've seen you do. It is, is, you. is stellar. Thanks, guys. You're very welcome. Thank Thanks you for being with us. Lou Sanders, everybody! <laughs> That's it. This all... It all got recorded. You are a part of history now. Thank you so much for coming to see Drunk Women Solving Crime. 
Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.